0: Welcome, welcome, faithful listeners, to PodToy number one hundred and three. Joining me tonight are Simon Sarkar, indeed; Tover Cantler, yo; Jim Sterling,
1: yeah, hello;
2: and Chet. Yo, we got to stop that right now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Blame Lindy. Well, I'm gonna put him through a wall. <laughs> He'll do it too. Blinking at him, I, I, I'll just stare. Uh, I hope
1: Aaron hearing that You don't fuck with Chet Muldoon (laughs) Um,
0: Games of the Week What's everyone been playing? Anything interesting? Brad, why don't you go first?
2: Anything interesting Uh, I've been playing Magic the Gathering Duels of the Planeswalkers Which is an Xbox Live Arcade release Dork You know, you You could say that Anything
1: interesting
2: it is interesting. If you're a Magic player, straight up, this game is a strict interpretation of the trading card game. Like, right down to, like, they rendered the cards perfectly. But uh, Actually, my wife's
1: been playing that. I'm trying to play, you know, something proper, like Dynasty Warriors, which is a proper game. And <laughs> she's, you fuck off. And she's fucking playing Magic the Gathering all the time. She was teaching me it. I reckon I'm going to be well good if I ever played that.
2: Yeah, you know, the tutorials and the reminders are real nice, actually. That's that's one thing I I really enjoy. I think, if anything, players are going to learn how to play the game.
1: What's your best one?
2: What do you mean, just in terms of decks? What's your best card? My best card? I, I don't Pikachu know. The unicorn. the unicorn thing?
1: The unicorn thing. you got the, it the in real. It. <laughs> 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 I'm confused. Shit. I just started crackle. I've got a Jurassic Park card. I'll swap shit. <laughs> it's it's a velociraptor. <laughs> Do
3: you have a Charizard? <laughs> another dinosaur. Do you have a first edition Charizard, Brad? <laughs> I
2: I don't even know what you guys are talking about anymore. I am so I'll not a dork. It
1: for, for three pogs and a monster in my pocket. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this is the
0: inversion that like the first thing Submit said was dork. <laughs> But, like, Summit knows a lot about sports, probably could not hurt a fly. Actually, a, a hornet could hurt him. And Brad is the huge guy who plays Magic the Gathering. Like, according to every high school movie I've ever seen, you two shouldn't exist in the way that you do.
2: <laughs> I started playing late, though. I'm not, I'm not like, a dungeon crawler or anything like that. I was introduced to the game by a PR person, of all people.
1: I didn't realize there was dungeon crawling in Magic the Gathering.
2: Well, you know, like, basements and shit, like whatever kids do. Oh, yeah. like literal dungeons. Yeah, yeah, you know they put put up blankets and tents and stuff in their basement. Kids in dungeons.
1: Is there something we don't know about you, Red?
2: <laughs> Maybe. Um, I've also been playing Red Faction Guerrilla, which is great, by the way. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys talked about it? We haven't. No. No. Man, I tell you what, that is uh, the most fun open-world action game that hit this year, uh, by far. Uh, so it beats out Prototype and then Infamous. I think the side missions, especially, are. Uh, Way better, way better. They're short, they're snappy, but they also have relevance. Uh, it's kind of two-headed inside the game. Like, one, it kind of helps uh, the game world, and it also helps you get upgraded items and weapons and stuff. And that's how you do it right.
0: Hmm. I played the demo, and it seemed kind of, like, initially cool. that You could, like, just destroy everything with a sledgehammer, but then I kind of got bored before the demo
2: was even over. It never gets old. Like, that's the thing. Like, I've smashed maybe, like, I don't know, 400 buildings now. And, and, uh, wait, in the, wait, in the game or with your pecs? Well, that's only, like, 200 in real life. <laughs> and those were all accidents, too. I, like, breached <laughs> or sneezed or something like that. But, like, in the game, uh, you know, I've I wrecked a lot of buildings, and it's still – it's funny, and uh, it's mad fun. Like, I, I, I can't get tired of it yet.
3: Huh. Yeah, I was, I was talking to someone who was saying that, like, um, th- they now uh, – in real life will analyze a building and think, like, where are the weak points that they want to place charges on? <laughs> no, I hear them. I hear them, <laughs> That's fucked up, but kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that is how Bin Laden started, mate.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Timothy McVeigh. Protect- Proven video games turn you into terrorists.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you do pl- oh, 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 sorry. Go ahead. They do refer to you as a terrorist several times in the game, so there is some relevance there.
1: Huh. It's basically an Al-Qaeda training simulation.
2: Totally. In case Al-
0: Al-Qaeda ever needs to take off from Mars, presumably. Uh, shit. Sorry, I'm playing Sponky. Uh, Jim, what have you been playing?
1: Um, I'll tell you what I've been doing tonight, sir. What? I've been watching Bloodsport, sir. <laughs> it is the best film of all time. <laughs> if not, the, be- the most racist film of all time it's got everything in it that is the best that is the best thing about bloodsport is it is all inclusive unless we're talking about white people <laughs> you've you've got fucking chinese people with their broken english who swear and have big glasses to accentuate their little eyes that is brilliant you have got one guy who is like an african fighter who is acting like a monkey rolling around on his crawling around like an ape you have got um Arabs that are misogynistic and uh like hitting women and you've got Jean Claude Van Damme who is just I don't know, he's taking the piss out of something. So <laughs> that is a great you just film. Want to get the um, out. Yes. I Yes, I thought it was that like, I mean I was watching Bloodsport and I just thought it was very relevant to Bottoid as <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme is a patron saint of, of the show. <laughs> um yeah, so that is what I've done <laughs> with my day. Um, but playing video games, I finished Damnation... Well, actually, I didn't finish it, but I did say that in the review, so if you want to check my Xbox Live gamer tag and whine about it, you know, you can. But, yeah, that's awful. I'm fucking glad that's over with. Um, played Dynasty Warriors 6 Empires, which came in, and like the others, really. Um, I don't know. I thought... I've just basically been circulating all my review games, so it's just been Fuel Empire's thingy, Black fucking Sigil, which I know Adam Dork will probably give me shit over when I review it, but it's not a very good game. Um, and that's it, I've just been tapping my feet waiting for Overlord 2, which should have arrived today, but it didn't. But, yeah, I should be getting that. It be good.
3: Uh, Summit, what about you? Um, so, let's see. Uh, I... Last night played um the Burnout Paradise, um I, I tried the some online challenges for the first time. Old oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> What the hell was uh, that? <laughs> it it is old, yeah. Um the game came out last January, I guess. But um yeah, uh you know, I bought Big Surf Island and uh, like I said, um when it came out. And um hopped on and tried some of the challenges a bunch of the challenges with um D-Totter, Anonymous Manoob and um yeah, it's really a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's I was hampered a little bit by the fact that um, I don't currently have a working Bluetooth headset, but um, um yeah, it worked out okay. Um, and I, you know, I, we probably did like at least thirty of them. Um, and it's just you know, it's like just random shit. Like you know, you have you know, they give you like this is a ramp and you have to go there and jump. Like if it's like four players, one person has to jump, the other three, and then you know, you like take turns or whatever. It's it's just um. It opens up sort of, like, new ways, you know, just, just to play, which is it's a lot of, of fun.
0: Sort of, like, it's, like, cool achievements, but as a entire game mode rather than as just, like, achievements? Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, that, that that's a lot of fun. Um, what else? Um, I played Punch-Out! for the first time, uh, the Wii game. Um, that sucks, didn't it? See, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, because I think it's a lot of fun. It's, it you know, really... Uh, harkens back to you know the old school. How
0: far into it did you get?
3: Um, so I was watching a friend play, and then he got frustrated when he couldn't beat, I think Don Flamenco, and then that's when I took over, um, and then played through like the rest of the minor circuit or whatever, which is the first one, whatever the first one's called. Yeah, wait a while. Wait, wait,
0: wow. wait until you get to, wait until you beat the entire game once and have to go through every single villain again. Only they're much much harder now. And yeah. Well, no, I I did.
3: I I went to, I, I think I played Glass Joe the second time, and he knocked me the fuck out. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's um. Yeah. I mean, I just I just had a lot of fun. It's you know it, I haven't played that sort of like game or I haven't played the sort of game that demands like those you know qualities from you in a long time. Like the you know you have to be able to you know like quick reflexes and you know recognizing patterns and things like that. Um, I don't... It just yeah. felt like rote memorization to me, like, more so
0: than any game I've ever played. Like, even Mega Man 9 didn't rely so as much on, on rote memorization as, as the new Punch Hat did for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm... I was okay with it, because, again, I, I, like, I haven't played that kind of game in forever, really. Right. Um. So, it was, you know, and it was really... It's also really funny as a, like, a party game to just Cause you know if you're watching, if you, there were like three or four of us in the room, and like we were, you know one person was playing, and everyone else is like shouting instructions at the screen, and you're like you know if if you're the one playing, you're like Sh- shut up, I know, but I you told damn it stop talking, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's always a lot of fun, um, and um, yeah, so that that was good, um, and then uh, what else? I guess um. Oh, I've been you know still continuing in MLB 09, So I, um, I started. So this is my rookie year as a as playing for the Yankees. So I started my first All Star game, which is awesome because I'm like fourteen and zero with an ERA under one. Um, so yeah, I'm owning. And <laughs> lastly, <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, um, and lastly, uh, this isn't something I have been playing, but something I will be playing. Um, so, you know, I, I know we've been discussing Psychonauts, um, or we did last week, and, you know, how I was going to have to play the PC version and ship the PS3 controller, whatever. So that is no longer an issue, thanks to uh, Mitchell Dyer, who is um, a freelance writer. Um, and actually, I'm, I met him at E3, and I think Jim met him earlier as well. So yeah, he's, oh, awesome. he's a lovely guy. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome.
1: He's awesome <laughs> at UFC nice he's fucking rubbish at ufc <laughs>
3: um but yeah uh he's he's really cool um and he's even cooler because he uh you know when i mentioned on twitter that i was looking for like drivers and shit he was just like hey uh i have a, a ps2 copy that i can just send you um and he's in frickin' canada so that's like i was like whoa is like is that going to be like expensive or whatever? he's like no nah, don't worry about it so he's sending me his PS2 copy of Psychonauts. Wow, playing when nice that's nice. So that yeah, that's really awesome. Um, so you should check out his website. It's awesome. It actually it has. I told him it has the mo- he has the most kick-ass blog name on the internet. It's called uh, Downright Fierce, but Right is W R I T E. I just thought that was really clever. That's very clever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out, and uh, thanks, Mitch. Tell for what you've been playing. Uh,
4: more Orange Box. Uh Left for Dead. It's been a very Valve Christmas <laughs> for me. Um, and I played Trash Panic on PS3 earlier, this, uh, I guess over the weekend. Is that a PSN game? Yeah, the one with the, uh, it's like Tetris in the big trash can, where you just drop shit. It's a Source Engine game. Oh, I didn't know that. Where you drop all these objects into a trash can, kind of like Tetris, and try to break them in order to keep the trash can from ever flowing. It is surprisingly not fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and kind of broken. Like stuff doesn't really break the way it should. Hmm. I I don't know how to how to explain it. I don't know. I can I can drop a pencil onto a coffee mug and break it, but I can't drop a dumbbell onto like a piggy bank and break it. It just doesn't. I, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Hmm. Uh. Is that everybody?
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, I played Tomb Raider: Underworld uh, today because, or actually, the past couple of days, because I realized like for all the shit I give like Laura Croft as like a bullshit uh, feminine hero and stuff like that, I never actually like beat any of her games. So I I got Underworld from Guzek, and my God, they're those games are fucking awful. Like I don't who likes those games. They're just bad platforms. Atheistium. Really. Really? Yep, she Yeah, also she's likes the only Velvet person Assassin's I know
4: that does.
1: So.
0: Yeah, and she seems but to be she, an otherwise reasonable human being, which is. But she, but she also likes Velvet Assassin. Like, really she. likes Velvet Assassin.
3: Yeah,
0: they're just so bad. It's like shitty platforming mixed in with like the most unsatisfying gun combat. Like, even on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, even in this generation, the the, the 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 gun mechanics are still lock on and hold the um the right trigger until they die, and occasionally press, like, the jump button to get away. It's, like, it's fucking horrendous. The one cool thing that they have is, like, you'll be running through this scripted event or whatever, and something, like, epic will happen, like, there'll be an explosion right in front of you, and it'll go into slow-mo for just a split second to give you time to, like, get out of the way, so you feel like you've done a really, like, um, like, action movie cool thing, but you actually, actually wasn't that hard to do, but then I realized that Beyond Good and Evil did that exact thing, so, fuck, uh, that entire franchise and people who like it. Um, I also played... Shit! What did I play? Oh, I played the first Overlord for a couple hours, and I am surprised by how much I enjoy it. It's like good man. Yeah, I mean, I played I played Pikmin for a little bit uh, after reading Chad's article about how great they are. Uh, the the both of them are, and uh, the first one is is not. I didn't like it at all. It was just really. It felt really unintuitive, despite like you know how simple it is. But like Overlord is like. A more intuitive, more satisfyingly violent and like hilarious version of Pikmin. Like mm. I've never I love seen it. it's
1: like my favorite game of two thousand seven.
0: Yeah. Like, I've, never, I've never seen a Miyamoto game that has been so unquestionably trumped by what is like a complete ripoff. But like it's like better in almost every conceivable way. I just I love the um the the like the the speed of it and the pacing of it where you can have like a big army of your guys following you and just use the like the right analog swift to sweep to like sweep them into yeah. this area that's full of stuff and then they just fucking destroy everything in a matter of seconds like it's it's really really more satisfying than I anticipated it would be. I'm, I'm, yeah.
1: It's strange because it is not that interactive as a game. I mean, you can fight as the Overlord, but you really shouldn't. Yeah. But it's still really incredibly satisfying, and you. F- Even though you're not actually doing very much, you still feel like you're playing a game, which is difficult to do. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm really looking forward to the sequel.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really feels like sort of what it promises to feel like in terms of, I mean, you you feel like this powerful badass who's leading a really powerful army, even though it's just a bunch of little gremlin dudes who don't look that you know imposing it just to 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 be able to just with one press of the right stick see an entire like you know I, I this first mission like you liberate this this um what call this this village from this bandit or whatever like that and the first thing I did was just send my overlords or send send my overlords send my uh, <laughs> my halos send send my little gremlins into every single like house and just I, I had the entire village. All the, all the crops in the village were dead, and all the houses were smoking, and all the like mm. you know, barrels and stuff they had were broken. And that was in like within two minutes of playing, I destroyed the entire village. I was like, God damn, this is a cool game. And then I went, I left, and I came back, and it was all ready to be destroyed again. It was really, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really satisfied with
1: it. Mm. My only problem with Overlord was that you couldn't, couldn't really be evil. I mean, he was ruthless, but you couldn't do any real evil. It was basically a choice between being altruistic or selfish. Yeah, i um, surprised
0: by that. I, I was I didn't yeah. know there was a moral choice system. I was I was surprised to see that in there for a game that seemed to be so celibate and yeah. evil.
1: But with Overlord Two there there is a moral choice system, but the moral choice is between evil or more evil.
0: That's awesome which
1: really is sounding good. <laughs> There's basically two choices from what I remember is um, one is like making uh, turning people into slaves or killing them. <laughs> so you either force them to work for you, you, you basically just turn, like, villages into thralls who will do your bidding, or you can just slaughter them and take all their stuff. So it should be a lot more evil than the first one, which I'm really looking forward to.
0: Awesome. Um, what else did I, I also played Ghostbusters, like, twice in a row, which I did not expect to do, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. We have a, an official review up for it, but uh, it's it's like a weird case of the franchise actually sort of... Overcoming the, uh, the the shortcomings of the game because it like after the second hour it sort of turns into this generic but decent uh, third person shooter like the, the ghost busting isn't even that big of a part of it but just being able to hang out with like Dan Eckhart and stuff like that and hear them call, uh, call each other names and just be douches to each other was really
2: satisfying. Don't they? Don't you love the way they treat you too?
0: Yeah, like I love that you're a character, and they didn't do this like typical video game thing of trying to make you feel like you're as cool as them or like you're a badass. It's like they make fun of you every time you're in a cutscene, you're doing something retarded. Like there's that one scene where they're all like suited up, ready to go against this final battle, and they're looking all badass, and you're in the back messing with your proton pack, and you accidentally like zap a tree, and it almost falls on you. I love mm-hmm. that they were like fearless about making you a douchebag in the narrative, which was cool. I just wish
2: it wasn't so sloppy in parts. Like yeah, the, uh, the labyrinth constructions of some of the levels just yeah. And there's some horribly designed, uh, like, fights
0: where, you know, the whole idea is it's sort of supposed to be like a Gears of War thing where if you get knocked down, one of the Ghostbusters will save you. But there's so many sequences that are designed to, like, all of you get knocked down at the exact same time, so it becomes completely pointless and you just have to reload and listen to the goddamn Ghostbusters theme again.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, that was never in the actual game, too. Like, it, just, it blows it just, my just, mind.
0: It's just in the very first credit sequence. Yeah. What, what kills me more than that is that they have throughout the entire game they keep telling you hey don't cross the streams don't cross the streams the streams and like at the very end like there's a really great like moment in the story where like okay we gotta cross the streams and it's a fucking cutscene you don't get to do it yeah the only time you ever get to cross the streams is if you screw up fuck that guy
2: well hell yeah. you, can, you cross the streams all the time while you're playing though yeah, I can't think of a like, time I wasn't doing that yeah but
0: it's like never intentional the, the, the first thing I did when I got into multiplayer was intentionally cross streams with a guy just to see what would happen if I did it for long enough and we both died and it was awesome <laughs>
3: So, I hear I hear the multiplayer is uh, really fun. Actually, it's
0: it's better than like your average licensed game multiplayer. It's it's I mean it's not you know it's nothing I'm going to be playing in a in a week, but mm-hmm. it's like it takes a little bit of Left for Dead in terms of it randomizes these missions you have to go through, even though the maps don't change or anything like that. And it's just it's just four player Ghostbusters where you get to be like the original Ghostbusters, and it's it's uh,
3: more. Oh, they have full four player co-op? that's pretty neat
0: yeah i mean it's it's, it's unfortunately like you don't get to th- go through the entire game that way it's just these little missions mm-hmm. but they're kind of competitive because you're trying to see who gets the most money and stuff like that but it's not yeah it's not yeah. bad i would definitely uh recommend it if you're into the the, the films at all
3: yeah that would that w- that's a game that i just couldn't like like for right now justify spending 60 bucks on but if i t- you know i could totally pick it up later on yeah it's
0: a, it's a great rental game if nothing else yeah okay um, all right, that's it for the the first part. We're just going to do our breakdown, and then we'll come back with a shitload of listener questions because nothing fucking happened this last week. I don't think. Break.
2: This week on the GamerCast Network <laughs> on Potacular, submissions pouring like never before. So of course, GL Lewis wants to read them all. Get the scoop on the first part of the Collins and Tales from the Foxhole show in episode one ninety three. This week, Toy discusses random news stories with a heap of listener questions when we're not busy calling Sam an idiot for liking sports games. Hey, 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 yeah. Which 90s PC train sim was the best? Which had the most realistic signals? What were the most efficient junctions? Find out only on the PodCastle, Destructoids Brick Pop Podcast. Discover the community
0: that gives you all these great podcasts and more at GamerCastNetwork.com God damn it. God damn it, Chet.
2: Man, I heard that fucking
1: shit. <laughs> you know, what I'm trying to find out at the moment my big journalism thing. I'm trying to find context. I want to find people in like Square Enix and 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 um, Triace and everything else. I want to know why ethers are really expensive in games. Hmm. I don't think it's okay. ever been. What are those? No, it's ever they got to the bottom of it. More magic points. Yeah, okay. it's it's basically like. You know, potions up your health and ethers up your magic, and they're always more expensive. And you really need them. <laughs> 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 I
0: wonder if it's because it's like, why are phoenix demand so more expensive? Ethers can hypothetically be used as a potion and as something else. Because, like, if you have an ether, you can cure yourself or you can set someone on fire. That's an mm,
1: elixir. Um, I'm no, it's just health
2: and uh, magic at the same time.
0: Yeah, I I, I just mean an ether can the the end result of an ether can be used for iron oh
4: yeah, or, I guess so
1: or healing. Mm. That is just markup, though. You shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't charge more based on what someone might do with it. And why are man.
2: tents so inexpensive? They give you so much health and they give you so much stuff, but they're so cheap. They're like ten. I don't know if if, if you someone said. That- You
1: can have a fucking tent for 500 gil. I'd say, yes, please. (laughs) And why do you need more than one tent as well? That is a thing. Like, surely a tent should last you for life.
2: Can you still do the Debbie material trick?
1: It wouldn't be a very good tent.
4: They're made out of like wet paper. It depends on what you do inside of it. (laughs) That's why you're. I could fuck a tent up if you let me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alright. Everybody ready? Hmm. All right. Welcome back. Uh, this is our listener question episode. But first, Submit had a couple of topics
3: he wanted to bring up, uh... and they're not sports related. Um. Sports so yeah. Like if, of ourselves. No, but I I'm sure you'll
1: find names. a white to make them. <laughs> <laughs> um.
3: So so one thing I, I was really uh, interested in. Um. And this is a. Uh, I'll I'll cite it. I'll cite my sources. I'm going off a discussion. Um. That I was he- that I heard on another podcast. Um. Called Out of the Game. Which is awesome, um, but anyway, uh, so they were talking about how, like the you know the motion, the, the motion control that was announced 3 from from Sony and Microsoft, um, sort of uh, is like it was interesting, um, and you know I didn't realize I didn't, I didn't think of this myself, but it was interesting in that you know yeah they're playing catch up to Nintendo because uh, you know the Nintendo has. You know the Wii has sold like Angbusters and and they' it's been massively successful and you know they want to try and you know hop on that bandwagon and you know get in on that action um but uh it's not just it's not just that it's also that like you know for a while I guess before the motion control had had been announced um people were saying, oh you know oh the next Xbox is going to come in you know two thousand eleven or whatever." Um, you know, the Xbox 720, you know, rumors float around, oh, it's already in development and this and that, but really, um, what they were saying was that, um, uh, motion control, and, and really, you can, you can even say for all three companies, um, yeah, well, Adam says, you know, they're all in development. I'm, I'm sure they are, but I'm saying, you know, that, that what I, I, um, what I think a the motion control does, and you can include the Wii with Wii, Wii Motion Plus, which is really it sort of brings a functionality to the Wii Mote that we all thought we were getting when the Wii first came out, um, and which is that's the kind of uh, um, really precise functionality that Sony's Wands uh, bring. Um, that, that these three sort of new systems uh, Wii Motion Plus, the Wands, and Project Natal really sort of extend this console generation, um, whereas maybe in past generations, it might have only been five years long or something, that we would have seen a new console sort of already on the horizon. We're not seeing that, because now you're going to start to see applications of of motion controls. I just sort of wanted to see what you guys thought of that.
1: Well, this this generation was going to be extended anyway because of the recession.
3: So, I would say... And the PS3 not quite
4: getting out of the gate.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would say, rather than these new motion... Sorry, every time I say that word now, I just have a small nervous breakdown for a few seconds and then I'm back to normal. But I think what the the Natal and and whatever Sony's piece of shit is, what they do is um, give uh, new life to the consoles insofar as it gives us something to do while the generation is already being extended. I don't think they have extended the generation. They're just they come along at the right time because this generation was going to be dragged out anyway because people can't afford a new console. they don't want to be thinking about buying more um, equipment after they've just got the 360 ps3 and the Wii and, and that. Um, so I wouldn't say that the new motion controllers are extending anything they're just it, it, it's convenient because it makes it look like they're extending the generation. So, you know, Microsoft and Sony don't have to come out and say, well, we're not doing a console yet because we don't have uh, as much money as we'd like. Instead, they can now say, oh, well, we're not doing a new generation of consoles because we've got Natal. So, you know, it's nice to get squeeze more life out of a a generation that was going to stick around for a a lot longer. And that's pretty much as far as I'm going to go, because I don't want to talk about motion controllers, ever.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, see, I I think it's in addition to the the recession i i think uh, also another a big part of sort of uh why this console generation is more drawn out is also because there really isn't a need for a, for a new console you know there's not been a uh, enough of an uh you know sort of new developments in in at least in graphics which is usually sort of always the major uh impetus for releasing a new console right you know that whole thing is um mm. You know, oh wow! You know, now we can do all these more you know, polygons, and or now, oh, we're going to high definition. Well, now we're we're still in high definition, and you know, really, st- the HD still hasn't had the sort of mass market adoption that I think the companies thought it would have, and you know, that's partly due to the recession, I would think. Um, so really, there isn't anywhere to go with a new console in terms of just graphics. You know, it's not like something that would be released next year or even the year after would, would have sort of enough of a, I think, graphical um, upgrade mm. to, to, to really warrant um, a new console. So I, I think it's interesting, the, especially the motion control is interesting in that because they're not innovating or they're not getting better um, in the area of graphics, now they're innovating in you know, sort of areas of control or uh, you know, immersion or however you want to look at it. You know, um, So that, that's what I find interesting about the motion control.
2: I, I don't think you're mentioning accessibility. I, I think that's really just what this is about, just trying to get that Wii market. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even, Which is pretty
1: it, much it's, me. It, it's go,
2: go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. I was just saying, it's basically, what Sony and Microsoft did at E-Trade was basically me designing a big metal box with four wheels. And then trying to take market share away from cards. You know, Nintendo has the market cornered. You can't just put a motion controller out and expect your console to do as well as the Wii. It's already got its audience, and they've marketed it perfectly. You know, this is why the Zune is not doing as well as the iPod. Because you can't just copy something and expect to get the same amount of money as them. It's pathetic, if you ask me. I think what... Might, I mean, I'll give a slight edge to Microsoft, because Natal, if it does what they say it'll do, which it probably won't, is at least a little bit different. But really, Sony bringing out its wand thing was pathetic. It was shameless. It was, It was basically just... I'm sure Nintendo were laughing, and they had every right to say things, you know, smirk and say, oh, we're flattered by what they're doing, and come up with all these kind of backhanded compliments. They had every right to do that, because it was fucking ridiculous. I, if, if I was Jack Trenton, I'd have been ashamed. If someone had shown me that we want. like, see, I'm even calling it a wee thing. If they'd have shown me that PS3 wand, and I was Jack Trenton, I said, no, I'm not going on stage doing that. You can stick that up your arse and fuck off while you're doing it. That is what I'd have said if I was Jack Tretton, and frankly, I'm a little bit disgusted in Jack Tretton for not doing that.
3: Fair enough. Submit, Jim. Anything else you want to say? Um. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I sort of have. I guess I'm a little more optimistic um, than than Jim is. Uh, um. You're I, a fool. I feel like it, a fool. That's because you've
1: been doing this job a, for as long as I have. Give it another a, year. Yes.
3: Entirely possible. Um. But uh. I don't know. I'm just sort of interested to see where where uh, Natal and where uh, Sony's wands go because the whole the thing trash. is
0: <laughs>
3: whatever. I mean, the ho- the whole thing is, is. that w- w- with the Wii um, is that there are a lot of games where, at least, again, this is coming from, from me. You know, I don't own uh, a Wii, so there there are sort of games that come out and and you know there aren't enough Wii games still for me to want to buy one. Um, uh, you know, you have a lot of these games come out where it's like, oh, I, I that looks really cool. And for, for example, especially now with uh, Motion Plus, like I would, I really want to play Tiger Woods on the Wii. Um, Dale is actually in the middle of reviewing it, and he says it's awesome. Um, and everything I've heard is that it's really interesting because, yeah, what y- you got me, assholes. I'm bringing sports into it, but um, you know, it's it's really uh, <laughs> um, it's it's, it's it really. <laughs> I, I was um, I, I was talking to uh, you know some some of the guys at EA back when I saw um, Tiger Woods uh, and Grand Slam Tennis a few months ago, and what they were saying was that they they're really interested in seeing how the games performed, specifically you know t- uh, Tiger and Grand Slam Tennis with Motion Plus, because you know forever you know you've had the, the sort of uh, console versions, or the the 360 PS3 versions be the, the versions that the true hardcore you know gamers uh, will get. For, for the sports games, you know? And now you're sort of maybe starting to see this sea change where you know, the, pe- the people who really want the true hardcore experience, the people who really want that immersion, um, are going to go get the Wii version of a game instead of the 360 and PS3 version, because um, you know, while you're, when you're playing Tiger Woods on the PS3, you're, to swing, you pull back on an analog stick, and then you flick it forward, whereas if you have Motion Plus, and you're playing it on the Wii, on the Wii, you know, it's like you effectively have a golf club in your hands, or that's the idea anyway. And then, you know, for for Sam Tennis, it's that you have a racket in your hands, a tennis racket. So um, I think it's... I, I'm really sort of optimistic about the wands and, and you know, even uh, and as well as Project Natal, just because I want to see that level of uh, interactivity and immersion on a console that I own. You know, if I could get uh, Grand Slam Tennis and if I can get... Um, Tiger Woods without having to buy a Wii and be able to have that sort of you know golf club swinging action and you know have also have the graphics in HD which you know is another you know that's that's another a factor for me that you know I like everything to look pretty and you know you want but whatever so that's personally why I'm interested at least you know for sports games and as well you know we'll we'll see what kind of things you know shooters do because it would be really cool to have you know the conduit I mean. People I've talked to that, that play it say that it's really great, um, and and the action is a lot of fun. But you know, if I could have that control method on the PS3 with uh, HD graphics and you know full like online multiplayer, um, and and you know, uh, well at least the condo wasn't developed with with Motion Plus. But um, if you could have a, a game on the PS3 with that level of precision, then you know I think that would be that would be. Hard. The Adam I know has full online multiplayer. but I'm, I mean like. You know on the not with friend codes or whatever you know, on the p s three on playstation network with so headsets and whatever both
0: of your p s and friends.
3: ha uh-huh, ha uh-huh, very funny um so i don't know i'm I'm just really interested in seeing because you know it's really easy to sort of dismiss this stuff as as like a, a me too um kind of market share grab and um it uh it very well might be, but i, I don't know i'm I'm just sort of interested to see what comes out of it and and I think it's going to be interesting in terms, like I, what I was saying before about extending the market share, or excuse me, extending the generation. Um, that you, now you're going to have companies. Sorry. I think we um, got it. That's cool. Well, I'll just say that now you'll have companies ex- uh, developing just for the the motion control, as well as for the consoles themselves. Um, so I'm interested. To see okay. that. It's
2: interesting that you bring up the conduit, just simply because, like uh, the grinder, which is. Uh, you know, high voltage is next game, not going to mm-hmm. use Wii Motion Plus because it sucks. It doesn't work for them. And these are the guys behind the first person shooter that's supposed to be better than Red Steel. You know what I mean? Better than Red yeah. Steel. Well,
3: what, what is the grinder? I'm not, like What kind of game is it? Left left?
2: For dead. It's a Left 4 Dead ripoff with the Wii Right. Road. I mean, it's their, it's their next FPS, and that's what matters. I mean, it's after the conduit, and they're still not going to use Wii Motion Plus. I, I just don't think that one to one bullshit like Sony selling works. I, I don't think it does, or else they would have done it, right? I mean, right. these guys know what they're doing, at least. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Well, let's go on into listener questions then. Coholent uh, asks, "How do you feel about the weird and uncalled for backlash against Jason Rohrer for getting a job? Do you guys know about this?" No. Okay. So the guy made passage, um, is now employed by like Campbell Soup for to make a game to make a game or a series of games for them. And people are basically jumping at the jumping biting uh, chomping at the bit. That's it. Uh, basically, calling him a sellout and a shithead. And uh, Annie Pixel any and his other indie. I don't even know. I'm expla- you guys don't care probably do you? But I mean, not he's not the, f- what's wrong with really? like that? He was a full, yeah. Like he was just a full-on art game maker who was trying to be self-sufficient. He couldn't be self-sufficient because nobody bought his iPhone game and he didn't get enough donations. So now he works for Campbell's and people are saying that he's. A sellout because he's working in advertising.
4: That? you guys You didn't like his game? You, don't, you want him to starve to death?
1: The word sellout is for some reason? Some reason? used by people yeah. with no grip on reality.
3: I hate the word sellout. I really do.
1: <laughs> it is so... I mean, I think... I think it is... The word has applicable uses, but it's usually used by people with no idea of about what the word actually means.
0: Yeah. People I got called a sellout money. when I started getting money for making videos about my sister and video games so
1: fucking ridiculous people need food to eat i know your mum pays for everything but when you grow up you need food and you need to buy it with money
0: god's sake and i'm sure the majority of these people who are saying all oh, jason roar is a sellout bitch probably didn't donate any money to him for him making passage and oh, i can fucking speech. guarantee
4: you they didn't it's their fault fuck, fuck them. you people
0: yeah uh, Necrobestial anal butt sex. I'm not sure if we actually talked about this uh, during the E3 episode, but if and if you did, just stop me and we'll go to the next one. But he said, Is there a point to E3? I mean, most of what we'd already known was leaked well before the actual shows were started, and besides that, it seems like all the conferences failed to live up to whatever preconceived notions any of us really had. If they do away with E3, would it really be that generally missed?
1: There's points to E3. Get game journalists out of the house for a bit.
4: <laughs> yeah, coverage. <laughs> that's that's all To be, it's there to be covered.
3: Yeah. yeah, I I don't know that it's fair to say, um, you know, like to to ask, is, you know, is there a point or that it would be missed if it was gone? Um, I mean, at least in terms of the leaks, I mean, that's not. Uh, I mean that, that that's not something that was intentional. You know, the companies didn't like Sony didn't leak the PSP Go information on by themselves. You know, at GDC just to to have it out there, you know? The idea, they, they didn't want that. And, you know, imagine if none of the stuff had leaked. Imagine how awesome Sony's, pre- how sh- sort of, you know, shocking and newsworthy Sony's press conference would have been.
0: Yeah, let's not if, use
1: the word if, if, awesome.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody would have been talking
3: about
2: <laughs> PSP. <go. laughs> Look, I don't if, know if I would
1: have that for any of them. What are you talking PSP about? That's...
2: <laughs> that screenshot no. of the agency or whatever the fuck was awesome.
3: The <laughs> agent was, but look, no, no, no. If if uh, the PSP Go information hadn't leaked, if um, if the the Trico or sorry, now the Last Guardian trailer had not leaked, and if that was the first we saw of that game in whatever a year or something like that, you know, and it didn't leak on on some website, you know, two weeks before E3, and and all you know that that sort of stuff. I, I like that. I think that could have been really cool. Um, I would I really have just look- said,
2: "Hey, look! It's a duck bird. You know, like it's not that big of a deal. Come on." I, right? I, I don't I know. Mean, I, I, it's a bird that looks like a duck, like and a dinosaur. <laughs> it's like it's like a bird, duck, dinosaur. You it's know what I mean? It's, it's a, a it griffin. It doesn't that look anything like a, like, like a duck. Look. Yeah, I don't know. I what, think it looks, like a it looks like
3: a duck. Then it looks like a. It's like It looks like a griffin, but like less eagle-like and more sort of you know. A
2: griffin it's a Chimera, right? I mean.
3: I think it's a griffin. It is a good. It's yeah. like a I can see
4: Nico
1: in their games
3: about Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah. All, all I'm saying is, like, it's. I don't think it's fair to evaluate E3 on how much new stuff there was, and, oh, we we knew this shit before. Well, you might have, because you read a video game blog, but, you know, the public didn't.
0: Well, who, who gets... Who, like, really cares about shit that comes out of E3 except for the kind of people who read video game blogs? Like, even if they hadn't leaked all that shit beforehand, I think... There was still no reason that they that I mean, from a purely I guess I don't know pragmatic point of view. There's no reason they have to spend the ridiculous amounts of money they did when they could have just you know if if everybody had just agreed that e3 didn't matter and on just one day every company sent out a bunch of videos to every press outlet in the world, like you know it wouldn't have made a difference. The only thing that e3 is good for for me is that instead it allows people to sort of convey the way they feel about demos and shit without actually having to like because you can't really release a demo of Brutal Legend. To, to people this early because then they'll get tired of it and they'll play it to death and they'll say oh and then they won't give a shit or if you you know they'll find a way to hack it and they'll fuck around with it so just getting a group of like game journalists to play a demo and then tell other people how the demo was that's the only thing that I think E3 like by its very nature is really good at doing that, it, that you can't get by just sending out a shitload of press releases and videos I mean because most of the shit also, no go ahead I
1: was going to say it's, it's not just what you say on the front page of, a, of any given website or in any given magazine. Um, E3 is important for a multitude of reasons that most people don't actually, you know, that the readers don't actually see. I think it is very important to get the games industry together under one roof. Just just for the, you know, the simple case yeah. of having different publishers and developers able to talk to each other and convene and... For me, you know, it was very important for for me personally. I've got a stack of business cards on my desk that I wouldn't otherwise have that will hopefully help me provide future coverage for Destructoid. So, you know, it has far-reaching benefits. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's it's important to get the industry together physically under one roof for a multitude of reasons.
3: As stupid as it might sound, E3 is sort of like a the, a big coming out party for, for the games industry, you know. Um, certainly for all the, the major publishers that, that had press conferences um, to really sort of show off what, you know, what, what's upcoming for them in 2009 and 2010. Um, and it really, I mean, I, I guess, you know, there was some concern, which years ago, that I was getting too sort of unwieldy and... Uh, too big for its own britches, and that's why they went to the small ones for a little bit. But then, you know, people realized that it really wasn't as fun, and it, and it wasn't as um useful to to have that sort of smaller hotel room appointment mm-hmm. deal. And and uh, you know, from every everything that I've heard, the people because you know this was my first E3, but all the people I've talked to who had gone to the you know the older uh, massive booth babe filled, you know, uh, you know sensory overload E3s. Um, as well as the smaller ones, is that you know, this was really sort of like a return to the old E3, and it's sort of a, um, a, a perfect sort of in-between um, a version of E3 you know, in terms of size between the, the massive ones of old and the really sort of small neutered ones of the past two years. Mm-hmm.
1: Plus, it, it sets the scene. It's basically the start of the gaming year, because after Christmas, the games industry basically dies for several months and E3 kind of gives it a kick up the arse, and it sets out the rest of the year up until next Christmas. We now know what is coming out, we know what to look out for, what is looking hot, and, you know, we know about every single game that's coming out in October, like it always fucking does. So we know, you know, it it kickstarts the whole industry, and now news has started coming in. It's not just about that one week. Now that the games industry can actually talk about these games they've got coming out, we have a lot more activity, a lot more things to write about for the rest of the year, up until Christmas again, after which it will die again. So I think just as a as this waypoint, as this beginning of the the gaming year, I think E three is is a lot more important than people give it credit for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, our next question is from Prince of Canned Peaches. He says as a post E3 retrospective, do you think Destructoid's reputation with the gaming news media is changing? He didn't say whether... Someone
1: someone on NeoGAF said, um, man, what is it with Destructoid getting all the hot scoops lately? And when you consider how... I want to put this tactfully... (laughs) cuntish NeoGAF is, uh, that is pretty big um, coming from them. So, and the traffic we did was fucking brilliant. I don't want to show off, but it was loads, well loads. And I think we really kind of I got this sense during E3 week that people knew Destructoid was pretty much the, the place to be for the, the news, at least on our tier, on our level of the uh, of the industry. I think as far as, as though that level of blogs went, you only needed Destructoid. We had every story up, every bit of news covered, even a, a goodly few um, exclusives, and video content as well, which uh, a lot of the other blogs didn't do. So, yeah, well, yeah that, I, that's, I think, that's I think our reputation increased a lot.
3: That That's the really big thing. Uh, I, I remember talking to um, sort of – well, first off, I, I would say our awesome karaoke party kicked it off um, on Monday night, and uh, a lot, of, pretty much everyone who came to that was like, that was awesome. Do it again. Um, but just in terms of coverage, uh, you know, I, I, talked to a number of people who, you know, said, you know, when I said, Hey, um, Smith's our car. I'm from Destructor. They were like, you know, you know, we, we might've been talking in the, in the midst of the conversation. They, they said something like, you know, you guys have really been rocking it. You know, I've, I've been, you know, reading this stuff on your site and, and, you know, first, uh, for the mad props to Ray, uh, our video guy, um, because, uh, uh, you know, he turned out some really amazing stuff, and that was really the sort of eye-catching stuff I think for a lot of the people who I was talking to, saying that you know you've been doing some amazing video stuff. Um, so I, you know, I, I certainly would think that that um you know after E3 our reputation really has changed because you know we I, again I don't want to sound pompous, but I, I think we we really did rock it.
0: Okay, uh, I guess as a as a an alternate to that question, Psych or P-Y-S-K Pisk, I don't know why I thought that was psych um, asked what's your favorite video game related site apart from Destructoid
4: are we allowed to answer that uh, yeah uh, mine is Offworld Offworld's a good one
1: yeah
3: I like I enjoy oh go ahead Giant Bomb yeah
0: yeah that one you're definitely allowed to say because they like us a lot
2: they're a cool group of guys man
0: yeah uh, I like Rock, Paper, Shotgun a lot, because of all the PC games that come out, about three of them are worth playing, and by reading Rock, Paper, Shotgun, I can find out what those three games are. Yeah. Jimmy, Gowan?
1: Uh I'd probably say IGRA. even though they take the piss out of my style of, of video game writing. Not me personally, although they have mentioned me a few times. Um... They kind of, they basically, their job is to be incredibly condescending of everything and everybody in the industry, mostly bloggers, and as a blogger, I should be taking offense to it, but it's just incredibly funny, and their comics are, are really good, so yeah, I'd say eager. Right
0: on. Did everybody go? Somebody, somebody didn't say something.
3: Oh, I, I mean, I, I was just going to agree with with, um, with Brad, Giant Bomb, is, uh really, really awesome.
0: Right on. Um, we had a couple of haikus from... No, no, we didn't. Never mind. <laughs> uh, no Brain said that your cop should use pictures of Brad flexing his muscles to tase people. It'd be way more effective than those stupid sun guns. And I would have to agree with that. <laughs> um, Havoc Fang wanted to know, how often do you find a game comes along, gets hyped to the moon, and actually managed to satisfy you? I don't think I've ever had this. With the possible exception of all your solid four. Because I sort of insulated myself from it.
2: Hmm... I'm trying to think man i I don't know if that's ever happened to me to be honest, maybe a little big planet, really, yeah, you know, I read a letter, but I was real high on it, and then I got into the beta love that the full game really lived up to what I expected, at least, which was a great thing, like I expected it as a you know I expected it to
4: be a great experience, and it was I think Okami might have succeeded in that for me, mhm-hm, is the only thing I can think off off the top of my head. That was, was as that, good as I expected it to be, Okay, or hoped but was it would that, be.
3: Was that really hyped to the moon, though? Like, that, I mean, it, was it was if itself. you
0: were in, in a the, corner range, of the right? internet.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. If you're All
0: really right. into that kind of shit, then there
4: was always there was always news coming out. You had to, if like, if you're into it to begin with. That and maybe Portal, but that might be because I didn't really pay a hell of a lot of attention when uh, Portal was being hyped. I just knew it was there. Yeah. That's the way I am with most games that really blow
0: me away. I, I just I just neglect to pay attention to them, and that's what makes me like them. The hype train is so counterintuitive most of the time for me. Uh, anybody else? No. All right. No, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll I'll just say like, you know, MLB 9 and NHL. All right, under. so
0: havoc. Uh, Fame, anyway.
3: <laughs> havoc
0: <laughs> Fang wanted to know how often do you find See oh, that, no.
3: Now, now you wonder why
0: I was like reluctant to, to to say, you know, no, like, understand. oh no, go go up. and submit,
3: please give us your opinion, and then of course you just shot me down. Yeah. Asks.
0: Well, there <laughs> is there is a pro submit alliance slowly forming on the on the, the Pod forums.
4: Woo! The, yeah,
3: I love you guys.
4: Well, we just got to strike that down. Where it fucking pull that shit up by the roots. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> get in there and start banning some people.
0: <laughs> uh. O'Brien wanted to uh, ask if the Podtoy community could petition Rockstar to make a mod for Manhunt that replaces the main character with Jim and all the hunters with giraffes. Uh, <laughs>
3: Lally,
0: Lally Monkey wanted to know how long it takes to edit an average episode of Podtoid and what episode took the longest. And no one I, edits Podtoid. Yeah, I was going to say. These, these don't really get edited. Not really. The only, the only editing I ever do is if... Lindy says something that's detrimental to his career because he's actually in the games industry, and then I have to edit that out and find where it is. That's, that's the extent of the editing that goes on behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> Mr. Fwanky wanted to know, is it true that Brad Nicholson's body is so hard that he can't not have
2: an erection? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, No. I guess, right? Am I, I don't know how I'm supposed to say. funny story, by the way, if you want a Nicholson muscle story. Just happened today. Breaking news, kind of. <laughs> Went out to buy a car today. I go to a Nissan dealership. My girlfriend's talking to the dude. He's going to give us some bullshit deal, right? So anyway, I walk outside for a cigarette, and some guy with a gold tooth follows me outside, and he says, hey, Brad. Well, he doesn't say, hey, Brad. He's like, hey, guy, you know, you look good or whatever. He actually called me buff. And then he started asking me questions about how he can get rid of his gut because apparently he drinks too much. So I told him to run, and that's the end of my story, really. (laughs) He kind of freaked me out. He had a gold tooth, man. I don't know if you – have you ever talked to somebody with, like, a fucking gold tooth? I live in Baltimore, Brad. You know what I'm talking about? Is that shit not distracting? Like, how do you talk to – Usually, if
4: somebody does have one or 30 gold teeth, I don't pay any attention to what they're saying to me in the first place, but – (laughs)
0: <laughs> I was just trying to be nice. I mean, I wanted some fitness tips, you know? Like, nobody's ever asked Topher for, for, for benching advice.
3: yeah, oh, <laughs> no, they certainly cold. haven't. That's cold. You're well, than no, like,
4: I am. Not Dick.
0: I'm just saying that comparatively, Brad Nicholson could block out the sun with his biceps. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, Mikorku wanted to know what non-video game gaming do you do, if any. He says he he, he cites uh, t- tabletop RPGs and Magic the Gathering as examples of that in any board games he can find.
4: I don't I really play s- a lot of scrabble. Oh. Bitches.
0: Anybody else?
1: Every 5 years I think to myself, I might play Warhammer. Save up um $10,000. <laughs> buy one of their models with it. Paint it up. Say that looks really good and then not bothered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we say magic because I play that? Kind of. Yeah, that counts. Okay, I played against my girlfriend. It's kind of sad, really. I don't have any, like, uh, loser friends like that. You know, they're my girlfriend. That's good. That's all you need. I guess. I don't know. I kind of, like, want a weird dude to play with. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Get the guy with If he beats you, you'll give him more, like, pumping iron advice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's what you should have done. It's true. So, I should have wrangled him into it.
0: Simit, do you play anything that's not a video game but could be considered some sort of competitive activity w- involving scores and win-loss scenarios?
3: Um, <laughs> well, I actually... Uh, Scrabble, I play online. I actually, like, not the table. Just give board. me
0: what I want. Just say it.
2: <laughs> no. Basketball. <laughs>
3: um, um, I played hockey a few months some ago. plays catch. Yeah, I, I, I throw a ball... Bu- I mean, you don't keep score and catch, so... It's the Marvel vs. Capcom, two
0: <laughs> of real-life games, where Smith is concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw that shit against the wall like Steve McQueen in The Great Escape.
3: No, I haven't... I mean, I haven't oh, played I like that movie. organized sports in fucking... Since, like, high school, middle of high school. I, I stopped playing baseball in 10th grade, so... It's been a while.
0: Uh, Steven X Onward wanted to know, why do RPG enthusiasts so readily accept a mediocrity within the genre? Games like Infinite Undiscovery, Star and 4 still manage to have a following, or at least people who are willing to score them well enough in reviews. Older games like Lufia, Lunar, and Gaia, all of which I loved, alteration un- alliteration unintended... Are in re- retrospect painfully mediocre, yet are remembered fondly by me and most other fans of the genre. Conversely, fans of the GTA series are quick to attack any blatant GTA ripoff, yet even the least original RPG will amass throngs of stalwart defenders. My observation may be a bit off, but it seems like RPGers champion their genre much differently than other gamers, even snobbishly at times. Why might that be? Yeah, please so don't. RPG
1: fans are fucking idiots.
4: <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm sorry, but... And I, I'm speaking as, as an RPG fan myself, but anybody who could like a genre of game where a title like Infinite Undiscovery is acceptable is fucking stupid a bit. And I even so, wrote myself in that as well.
2: They're used to the same old shit over and over again. Which, by the way, I need to say this. Volition needs to make another Summoner. Straight. You gotta say it. Red I Faction thought- was awesome, but it needs to be Summoner 3. <laughs>
0: I think you're the only person in, who remembers that. I had, was- I, I own okay. the first one in like some sort of bargain bin thing, and I never fucking played it.
2: Dude, it is I great. It really is. Game. Really,
1: I think it, I think it was Summoner, but all I know is I played it for five minutes, vomited all over myself, and then took it back.
2: <laughs> uh, I think sorry.
1: it was called Summoner. It could have been called something else, but I'm pretty sure it was called Summoner. Summoner Two. Was-
2: summoner Two was like. Not Volition, and it was bad.
1: THQ published it. Yeah. It was on PS2.
4: Mm.
0: Uh, Wandering Pixel had two questions. The first one was, if Chet was a Ghostbuster, would he use the Proton Pack? Proton pack Man, or just stop that fucking name! Wrestle the ghost in the trap. <laughs> I didn't say it. do Wandering <laughs> Pixel. Don't shoot <laughs> <laughs> He just wanted to know if you can kill the ghost <laughs> using your bare hands. That's all he wanted to know. And he happened to use that name.
2: Well, that's his problem. He's not getting an answer. (laughs)
0: Cool your chats, chat. (laughs)
2: God damn. Cool your chats. Uh, I'll see you guys again. It's completely fine. (laughs) And I'm going to be bigger, and I'm going to be stronger, and I'm going to be faster.
3: (laughs) And I'm going to cancel my plane ticket to Fax just for that reason.
0: He's going to storm the fucking... Hey, I should playing panel and just beat me to death in front of a live audience. It's going to be an awesome way to go out. Uh, and his second question was, why do most indie games suck? And that's because most people suck. When the ceiling for, for anybody who can make a game is really, really low, then as the Xbox Live community games will show you, most of them are going to fucking blow. And if you're part of a big company, then there's at least some degree of quality control. So, there. Um, Hexen. Wanted, oh, no, never mind. Never mind. This has, like, the word Chet in it, like, eight times, and I don't want Brad to explode. <laughs> okay, I'll replace them with Brad. Hypoth- <laughs> hypothetical story question. Imagine that Brad's pecs caught him looking at another person's pecs. Out of jealousy, they separate from his body and challenge him to a fight. Who would win, Brad or his pecs? <laughs> that's yeah. cons- a pretty good question. Yeah.
1: Brad, I think, because... Pe- I think people are still confusing pecs with biceps, because... Yeah. Yeah. You know, he will basically just be punching his tits. And he'll still have his arms. And his legs and his teeth. So, I, th- you know, Brad would beat his own pecs easily. And probably does, you know. Be- he's sitting there pounding his chest at night. Howling at the moon. <laughs> Riding a giant cobra. <laughs> I keep imagining Brad as the kind... Basically living the kind of tattoos that Hell's Angels have. <laughs>
0: what do you think of all this, Brad? Uh,
2: about what? Fighting my own titties? How
0: about any of it. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, we'll, we'll, do the, we'll do the pecs part first. How about that? I think I would win. But I, would think, I think I would force them back into me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'd just leave him out there. I think I'd put him back on.
1: And, and, and then when I think I'm going to get a tattoo of Brad on my back. Of him it, riding a sled with a fire, like a, a sword covered in fire. And the sled is being pulled by naked women who are his huskies with the giant, you know, with their busters hanging out. And... <laughs> That would be fucking brilliant with, like, you know, I am the warrior of the Arctic written underneath. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now that picture needs to be made immediately. <laughs> oh,
0: that's that's going to be the cover of the, the season one DVD compilation of Hard Time with Brad Nicholson.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Brad, once you've, once you've wrangled your pecs back into your body, will you, will you just sort of keep them in line by punching them? Is, is like,
0: uh, like every 40 <laughs> Who's I boss? Think what he'd do
1: is eat his pecs, then just flex, and they'll just pop right back out into the
0: <laughs> um, The Pooms asks, I was, a, I was at a friend's house finishing up Half-Life 2 when my friend played Don't Fear the Reaper, and it fit in surprisingly well with the ending sequence, and got me thinking. If there was one section in a video game where you could change the music to any song ever, what section, song, and why? I don't know if you guys have ever thought about doing this stuff, but I mean... I love licensed music in games when it's done well. Like that part in Bioshock where you fight to the, uh, I think it's like the Nutcracker or something. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It's something in, it's Fort Frolic, and then you're fighting to some, like, classical music. All these splicers come out, and it's fucking awesome. And there's another part I remember where you, the bit, yeah. And there's a, another part later on where you kill a bunch of splicers to, oh, Danny Boy, and then if you squint, it's like you're in Miller's Crossing and shit like that. I love that kind of crap, but I can't think of any songs I would want to replace, really.
3: Hmm. Well, how, how about this? Um, w- when playing Prince of Persia: Warrior Within, replace the Godsmack with anything fucking else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: would one hundred percent agree with that. Nice. Um, Submit. Did you have any other reader questions you wanted to you wanted to throw out there? Because it's pretty much everything I got.
3: Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: All right. That was Podtoid one hundred and three. Uh, thank you very much for listening I want to thank Brad Nicholson Jim Sterling Topher Cantler and Samit Sarkar for being on and the lovely Adam Dork as always for recording Uh, you can send us an email at podtoid at destructoid.com if you want to and we have uh, a forum at destructoid.com slash forums just scroll down and we're there and in two weeks we're going to have our Mortal Kombat commentary spectacular so don't torrent or rent you know do whatever you have to do to get your hands on it by then and we'll talk to you next week
3: That Good was time. short. Yeah, it was.
1: Thank Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I actually...
3: Uh, see, I, I figured I, I'd spoken enough. There was a long question from uh, uh, Tubatic that was um, about, like, he t- somehow tied in Scribblenauts in sports, and I was just like, I could ask this now, but I'll spare you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sports. Hey, I got one one thing. That part where I said i fuck bitches like a horse, that's the only thing I want cut out. That's bad. Detrimental to a career. You really <laughs> want that cut out? I do. So I do. Detrimental
1: to career. Have you listened to the podcast all?
2: Like, I, I don't know, man. Don't buy no, that? Buy that. Do you mean the that. running
1: joke is that I am a pedophile? I don't think it can get any more <laughs> detrimental than that. Someone at least, someone mocked at least up your a, bitches a are adults presumably.
0: Yeah. Someone mocked up a golden sun or something uh, game cover. Sun. That was like Pedophile Edition or something. And it was just Jim and Robert Suma's faces poorly photoshopped. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, so that's 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 career shit there.
2: Well, my goal is just to uh, to be super serious. That way other blogs will pick up our shit. Like, I, I don't know if saying fucking bitches like a horse really Nobody, helps don't me don't out. Listen. No
3: one, no one hey, listens to this podcast. If, wait, wait, wait. If, I don't
1: think, I don't think pick, Chris Grant is listening to this.
0: If you want people to take us seriously, then we would have to... The, you, you want me to keep in the think about fucking bitches like the horse, but leave, you want me to get rid of that, but leave in the part where you're talking about beating your own packs into submission, eating them, and then popping them back out. Yes, yes,
2: because that's not womanizing. Okay? That's, that's all I want. That's all I want, guys. It's like two seconds. Come Comparatively, on, Comparatively, womanizing is pretty normal, given the shit we talk. about.
0: <laughs> Yeah, if, just, if, if, that's if the most all, mainstream stuff we talk about. Didn't you? Hear if all we all
1: this cared stuff about, there were drawings of you punching God in the face. <laughs> that's fine. Look, if
3: that's we all cared off. about our, if we cared about our careers, we'd have to cancel this podcast. <laughs> wait, <laughs> like,
1: wait like, Isn't
2: there already sayings about you saying how
3: you get all the chicks, anyways? Appreciate so. public record.
2: Well, I think that's part of the public's public record. You know, like they just make shit up. Oh. It's probably still something you said that I wouldn't put it past you. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sure I've said it. <laughs> that part bad. Can we take that out still?
0: Uh, do you remember when you said it?
2: It was right after the break. <laughs> it was right after when you were like, we're going to take a break. And then, like, Summit said he was going to get a drink, and Topher said that as well. And
1: or I'm so okay. yeah, break, so. Whatever what I, I cut? cut, 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 cut. cut. it'll yeah. be fine.
0: What if I cut that part out but leave in this discussion of you asking me to take it out? Because this <laughs> will show that threat saying it, but we'll still get all the benefit of not having to
2: censor ourselves. But I've already said it twice. I thought we were done. You guys, this is entrapment. This is entrapment. You're trying to end me. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into.
3: He's trying to end his career. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh goodness. We'll, take, wait, wait, you know we'll yeah. take it out if you promise to let us call you Chet. Okay. <laughs> Deal.
1: Yes. Sweet. No, but you also must do a cover version of Wings' is Jet, the song, but replace <laughs> the word Jet with Chet every time.
2: I don't even know that song, man. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, it's a good song. You should.
1: It's a good... Chet. Ooh, 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 ooh. That is what you should do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man now i figured i'd just act angry whenever you guys said that (laughs) it worked okay it was jim telling me that when you got like fake angry at submit and
0: like terrified him or whatever and they were like
2: you You know like i felt really bad after that because i was just like man because i think i did it really well like why did you do it why what was your reasoning because he hit me in the head i don't think he meant to like, you were aiming for my face, right, Smith?
3: No, I was not aiming for your face. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I'm, not, so like, I'm not
2: suicidal. <laughs> so I knew, I knew it was like, okay, he hit me in the head. I could totally pull this off now. This is the perfect opportunity. Because I've been waiting, like, for, like, two days straight. I was just like, I want to act really angry at him and see what I can do. Right? <laughs> and it finally happened, like, right there, it was like, I can do it now, right here.
3: And uh, I think <laughs> made I, me piss I, myself. I think <laughs> is, overdid I overdid it, and well, then I felt fucking I wasn't terrible.
1: Involved. I was just staring from behind bed covers, just looking at
2: you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Worried, like I was worried that I was going to get some
1: its blood all on, on my clothes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overdid it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I miss I miss a hotel room, like I miss the whole hotel atmosphere. Like, why, why can't we all live together? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we we, just, we need to, to do the real world Destructoid.
0: <laughs> there was definitely a period of time where where you know, I had this idea where like we would just set up this hotel slash or no, we'd set up this like apartment slash office or
2: something like that,
0: and like and everyone would come down and just go live in that, and then just wake up and then just blog nonstop, and then just go fucking back to
2: sleep. That'd be hot, right? I don't know maybe for a week <laughs> and then i'd want yeah. to kill everyone <laughs> i think it depends uh i don't know you had a pretty good room right we had a great room
0: it was just me davis john holmes and, and his friend and they're like the easiest people to get along with ever and then storm dane and he like said two words the entire time so <laughs>
2: it worked out he got in my yeah, way I-, I was
0: like fuck off and he's like all right
2: I was trying to fuck with Storm all week, but he would just look at me with the innocent little eyes and i feel fucking terrible.
0: <laughs> He's like, I just wanted to take videos of myself with, with Meemote as my dick. Just leave me alone.
2: Yeah, right? And then you make fun of him about it. He just looks at you. He's like, dude, that I didn't was- really mean it.
3: That was an awesome video that he when he got when he got that uh, Jessica Chobot to uh to do that. Oh, that was priceless.
0: Well the best part was like I he, I saw him you know, I never saw him at E three, I only saw him when he came back. So like when he's at E three he's like doing all this stuff and I was like he's like man this guy's so busy, like I never see him. And then I kept waiting for like him to make videos and like John comes out with like nine hundred videos and like the one video we see from Star was him like running around E three with a Wiimote on his dick. I was like, Alright, <laughs> time will stop." <laughs>
1: I think my video is finally going to be ready tomorrow. Oh, good! I've been <laughs> waiting for about a month or whenever it was we did either I can't even remember. But like two weeks. I'm looking forward to that getting that up.
2: It's only been
3: two weeks, man. Or uh, three weeks, I guess. Yeah, three man, weeks.
2: Man, that was the longest week of my life, by the way. I think. Huh. My goodness, I, I think we were up the entire fucking week. Oh yeah, yeah. slept like four hours a day. Really.
0: I must. I must be the only person that wasn't that stressful for it. Wasn't. Yeah, but you
3: weren't doing news. You were just doing your videos.
0: I wasn't doing any videos. I was playing like every single game on the show floor. Well, yeah, whatever.
3: But yeah, you you were you were running around carefree, doing Virgin <laughs> Davis impressions while the rest of us were I just, running I wasn't from... playing games. I was just running around touching stuff. I just stroked yeah.
0: the consoles. We
3: just... were running from appointment to appointment, and then you know, blogging into the night. Brad spent. Probably more time blogging than any of us combined. Uh, Produced
2: less. No, no. Did you see how much shit Jim did? <laughs> Excuse me. His previews in general. I think like what Jim like the I last day E three. No way, dude. You had a ton of previews on the last day of E three,
3: didn't you?
1: On the Friday when we, I, I just yeah. worked, but
3: I I don't know what how what people did because I just didn't like did not look at the front page of Destructoid uh at all except like when my post went up and i was like making sure that everything was you know looked okay anyway, i need to oh.
1: head out it's yeah. been real bye
2: later on jim nice talking to you again. See ya. yeah yeah I, I i had to uh to edit all my posts after the fact like uh Man, I had some nasty like, like your Mass errors. Effect,
3: like your Mass Effect Two post.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Like it was even worse than some of them. Like th- I, I actually left sentences. Like I would write half a sentence and then write a new one, and I fucking left it in the ad. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how fucking tired I was. It was like that Tuesday night. I think I was up until like four in the morning writing, and like dude, that totally wasn't worth it because I tell you, the stuff that I put out was trash. And it took forever yeah. to correct it
3: yeah I was i mean my my stuff I was just like that's that's I need to be like less meticulous about my stuff because like i always have to sit there and like, wait no, that doesn't look quite right and you know I, I mean like I don't have to worry about at least about like errors and stuff because like Pro- my writing just doesn't, doesn't pre- what
0: because your programming doesn't allow you to make them well no yeah because <laughs> like if i like if I type something
3: <laughs> you know it's really it. weird it's really weird like i I'll, I'll i'll type I'll be typing a story and I'll type something and i Oh, I think I made a typo, and I look back and, well, I'll be so I just, so I did, and then I'll go fix it. Like yes. I don't do drafts. I just like, you know, my my first draft or whatever is always like, well, at, at, like at the very least, it's like who you know. Does? Who writes fucking drafts? I'm not I saying you would have time for e th- like during e3, but you know, in general, some people do.
4: No, like, but long- like whenever, like who does that?
3: Well, for, for I the do longer for reviews. Yeah, like review uh, reviews. You know, maybe a review or, or, or,
4: review or something. something.
3: Teachers huge, and whatnot. But- yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about drafts of news posts. What I mean, like, you
1: know,
2: I've done them on like, news posts too. You know, the second time it's it's a lot better. But you know, <laughs> our readership don't doesn't really expect it. You know, like that's the other thing too. They they never really comment on your quality, regardless. It could be straight up stream of consciousness, and they think it's just as good.
0: Yeah, that's why I can't write news. I it just
2: it's not part of my genetics. I don't know why. You did a hell of a job uh, during E3, man. You had like the epic uh, James Cameron post, didn't you?
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's because none of that was news. All I had to do was like go in, memorize the basic information they gave me, and then be snarky about snarky,
2: negative about all of it. That's That's news. That's the Anthony. Yeah,
3: that's what that's what news is.
2: Fair enough. You won, man. You did a great job. You should do it every day. You know what? In fact, tomorrow morning, get up at 8, join me in campfire. We'll write news together. That It'll be sexy. That's like the least fun thing I could possibly do <laughs> in the next 48 hours. Let's do it, man. Street Fighter Four DLC. I'll give it to you.
3: <laughs> yeah. You, you want to NH- do my NHL 10 cover story? A Co- cover athlete story? Okay, okay, never mind. That's the worst thing I can imagine.
2: <laughs> Who the fuck writes about hockey? Like You're talking about hockey, right? So that's what NHL is?
3: Yes, the National Hockey League. Very, very good. Is,
2: is there go anyone that watches hockey?
3: Yeah, the actual this um, game seven of the finals this year was the highest rated game seven. Okay, hold
2: on. Game Anybody game that watches hockey that knows how to use the internet?
3: Yeah. Do you okay. think
2: they all? They don't all like ride
4: moose, in the <laughs> I don't know what they do. I think
2: they're <laughs> around no, each other. Team. This
3: year's this year's game seven was the highest rated. You know, in terms of if team, they rode
4: like, moose in hockey, I might watch it. <laughs> well,
2: well, this, this game with these little the
4: moose on ice skates. Yeah, the Moose on skates with just guys on their back. It was
3: the highest, highest rated NHL uh, Game 7 in like 35 years or something. So what, 8 people watched it? <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> very, very funny.
2: Well, I mean, uh, come on. It's hockey. I'm not discouraging I mean, you. Game's great. Everybody no, loves it.
3: It's unfortunate because hockey is such a great sport to watch live. It's just that it uh, because of the lockout that they had in 2005, and they lost the entire season. Like, it really, just the interest in the sport in America just plummeted. It's, you well, know, it's unfortunate.
4: The only hockey I've ever watched is when that guy got his throat cut open by a skate. Dude, that was hot, man. <laughs>
2: that that shit should be. Like, if hockey had more of that, like, I'm gonna take my fucking skate off and put
4: hockey it in your goddamn face. Yeah, like that dude. I'd watch it all you the
2: time. Guys
3: are,
4: like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> Have you guys seen that shit? That was crazy.
3: Yeah, yeah did. I did, and then he skated to the other end of the, you know, or not the other end of the ice, but he skated to the bench and, like, blood spurting out of his throat the entire time. Yeah, dude, he,
4: like, stood up and shit just went everywhere. It was crazy. Did he die? Yeah.
3: No, no. he lived, somehow. Well, 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 what, they, what they were saying, <laughs> what they were it saying was like that.
4: would Yeah. You, wouldn't, you that, wouldn't have known it from watching lucky. that fucking video, dude. I thought that guy was a He was, was lucky because
3: um, uh, there was an ambulance at that end of the ice, and, like, that's what they were saying. Like, if it wasn't, if it was at the, at the other end of the ice, then he probably would have died. I thought Good
4: that job. dude was gone. It's still kind of hard to watch, though. So. Yeah, I watched uh, Kevin
2: Everett get fucking smacked in football, like paralyze them. <laughs> you guys ever seen that shit before? Vlad so knows no bounds. It's just every day, do you just like wake up and like kill a deer
0: with your bare hands and like eat it, and that's <laughs> And then you just like watch like horrible NASCAR crashes. You just jerk off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I like watching people suffer.
0: Uh, <laughs> Thank, thank you for clarifying. It's so much less terrifying now. Oh yeah, man, watch,
4: dude, watch. We this! We watched, I watched this movie at Nick's house on uh, Saturday called Dead Snow. Have That'll you guys seen hot. that? Yeah, um, not familiar. Tell about me about the Nazi zombies. Oh, so hot man! Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, there was a part, and it was the <clears throat> it was the first gore that you see in the movie, and they should have just rolled the fucking credits right then and there because it didn't get any better than that. They like <laughs> the zombies ripped this fucking guy's head in half. His brain fell out onto the floor.
3: That's all about. He <laughs>
4: like reached in the window, and then like the the zombie put like his fingers into the guy's eye sockets and just ripped his head in half, like the skull and everything. <laughs>
3: oh, That's what I loved about seeing seeing the God of War demo, where he just ripped. I think it was whoever Perseus is or, or somebody, he just he yeah, literally man. just ripped his head clean off, like just pulled.
0: That was horrifying. Like you saw the tendons and stuff rip. Yeah. And- that's I mean I'm I'm a fan of simulated Gore, but that was the first time I ever actually saw like like video game Gore and was like, Oh my god, is that like and then, and then when oh, he's
3: when he true. when he when he takes control of the Cyclops and he rips his eye out and you just see like the retina, you know, sort of stretch as his as his eye is being pulled out of its socket. And and um Imagine I, that and then, added to I, I, Mortal Kombat nine fatalities.
0: Yeah. Oh god. I, I hit my violence like Threshold there because I saw that I saw the God of War thing and then I saw an Alien versus Predator the new one like the guy like the Predator like jammed his spikes into the bottom of a guy's like jaw and ripped his head off and then his head stayed on the fucking spikes and you could see like his eyes rolling and his tongue lolling out and then they like <laughs> his hand and started like stroking the guy's He's... spinal column was like all right I this is this is this <laughs> for the was first like, time tame <laughs>
3: that was tame. And predators don't take <laughs> trophies of live victims. The victims are always dead, and then he takes the trophies of the skull and spine. <laughs> I apologize. Man. And then he well, also skins him and hangs yeah. him up in or, the high trees. Or in God of War, when he when he's fighting the um the I guess the centaur, and he like puts it on his side and just rips its gut open. and You just see intestines and shit spill out like entrails.
4: Where does it go next? That's really the question because there's no way they can get. Get away with anything teeth else and shit, man. That's what I can't fucking watch. I can't fucking watch people getting their teeth pulled or oh, like American
3: like, shit, like that, or like American fuck. History X, like curb oh stopping Jesus shit.
4: Christ, dude! I saw that shit happen in person when I was in oh. fucking middle school.
3: Somebody oh shit out in middle school. No yeah. curb stomping. Oh man. Uh, Baltimore.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> he, well, he had gold teeth, so it was probably all right. <laughs> he did after that.
4: I'm sure. Oh God. Oh no. Oh. Well, then, man. Um... <laughs> yeah. no, there, there are that. Some, that probably there are some... like just maxed out my fucking completely leveled up my tolerance for gore yeah you just killed me right now man
2: my buzz is gone wow.
4: <laughs> considering
3: <laughs> what you no, were
2: just talking about I, I would think that you just like turbo came
3: <laughs> now hey if you want some if you want to see some shit just watch sports there have been some horrific oh. sports injuries
4: yeah but to me, you have to sit through sports to get <laughs> to it <laughs>
3: Um, there was a famous one of uh, Brian Roberts, second baseman for the Orioles, when he he went to cover first base and he's holding his arm out to catch the ball, and the runner like runs through his arm and his and his, and his elbow just he broke his elbow because like he it's like your arm's not supposed to bend that way, <laughs> kind of um, thing.
0: I hate I hate seeing broken arms. That shit fucks me up. So his arm broke stayed attached.
3: He Adam. He just broke. Yeah, Adam's like, I'm not impressed.
4: <laughs> no, I have seen Randy Johnson throw the ball into the fucking bird.
0: That was amazing. Oh, that was the awesome, awesome. Oh, wasn't it? Like the horror- timing, like violence of that was completely offset by like, holy shit, how is that statistically possible that that would happen? Like, it yeah. makes it okay.
4: <laughs> it wasn't yeah. even violence. It was just a puff of feathers.
0: <laughs> and the, yeah, exactly. the thing began to it like just sort-
4: exploded. You know, they like find him or some shit for that too.
3: Is that his fault? I know yeah, animal, animal cruelty or something.
4: <laughs> I, was, I was watching the uh, World Rally Championship because I like racing sometimes. That's real racing and not NASCAR. And uh, Carlos, what's his name, the the uh, Spanish guy, hit a fucking sheep, and they <laughs> and they disqualified him from that race. That. <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> man! I don't know why that's so funny.
4: He was like driving through Greece or something on these like fucking gravel roads and there was like a <laughs> fucking like, sheep or wandering or around the road to get How the sheep.
0: This. He, he, and they he find him. on Greece into a sheep? Yeah. <laughs> this is the coolest thing I've ever heard. They
4: f- I find him.
0: <laughs> wow. That's bullshit. That's just natural selection and order. Yeah. <laughs> if like, sheep smarter if the bird hadn't decided to fly past Randy Johnson then it'd still be alive. The gene pool's better for it. Unless that bird had cancer or something.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh my god I love it oh man is this why we need to live in a house together oh this is why we need to speak once
0: a week for an hour <laughs> and no more we could just go to sleep and be done with each other and it's all good
2: well, you know you won't wake up this
3: every day baby <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> Yes.
3: Yeah, and Brad's got, Brad's got his shirt off right now, and he's pointing to his pecs.
2: <laughs> I do have my shirt off, so there you go. Yeah. Also, I'm joking. <laughs> All
3: right, well, I've, I've got to go see Wolfenstein tomorrow morning, so I'm, I'm going to head off. Dude, okay,
2: here's your angle real quick. I forgot to talk to you about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking get them to tell you why that shit's not uh, mundane. And it's totally not. Like, I get it. Like, the game looks great, and it's got innovative ideas, but our hey, readers what? are like, oh, it's a World War II shooter, blah, blah, blah so just try yeah, so to figure what, out
3: what, what oh, sets God. it apart besides the sci-fi shit I mean because it has all that sci-fi shit I, him I
2: him. guess like that's what they want they're just like well you know the veil's been in like every game or something you know like that's how they're looking at it right now it bothers, I think
0: just press on Brad's original news post and make it like an ongoing destructive like investigative journalism thing finding out why you're not playing as a wolf in a game called <laughs>
3: <Wolfenstein>. <laughs> yeah well no seriously though I don't like I've, the last Wolfenstein game I played was Wolfenstein 3D so I don't really know anything about. there's only been what the one series. other
4: Wolfenstein, yeah, Return to Castle yeah,
3: Wolfenstein. Well, okay, yeah, Return to Castle. Okay, yeah, so whatever. But like, I don't know. Well, whatever. I'll just I'll just go and I'll I'll have them give me the pitch or whatever. Yeah, doesn't matter. All right, I'm I'm
0: trying it trying. You guys next week, I believe.
3: Yeah.
2: Fun.
0: Thanks for coming. Later. Thanks for coming, Brad.
2: Oh, it was great, man. Anytime, anytime you guys need me, it was great.
3: Talk to you later, chat. <laughs> see you later man <laughs> he's
0: <laughs> sharpening a knife or just his muscles
2: there you go I'm pumping iron right now guys 5 pounds I got just my little weight I just hold it all day <laughs> see ya all see right,
0: ya <laughs>